The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. The Boston Celtics win game four facing elimination. They win game five facing elimination. And the Celtics have taken their talents and the series back to South Beach. Game six on Saturday night. The final score, Boston 110, Miami 97. Here's the 1-1. Hit to third. Up off Clark. And the Red Raiders have walked it off. Texas Tech wins it. A three-run bottom of the ninth. Final score, Texas Tech 10 and Oklahoma 9. Good morning, my friend. How you feeling this morning after that incredible performance last night? Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Uh, you know, a few hours. Not many. Uh, <laughs> I've been, been wondering about... Uh, yeah, no, not many. <laughs> it's TJ's fault. Oh, turn it up, Teach. Turn it up. Well, good morning, everybody. Slap me in the face. Zero in the morning showtime on a Friday morning, May 26. Maybe somebody should have slapped him. Live from Arlington today. Holy cow. I can't believe you make me do this show in the morning, TJ. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I've been run over by a freight train today. Oh. Yeah, I was going to say so does the OU baseball team. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people do this We arrived morning. at the same place with that. Good morning, everybody. Oh, I can't do it. I can't fake the enthusiasm today, Teach. Um, hey, listen, everyone. Um, uh, how about I go back to bed and we just all agree to go back to bed and we just look forward to the Plank Show at 9 a.m.? What's everybody say about that? Good, good, good. Okay. That's the plan. Now we're going to do a show. We're going to do a show. Good morning, everybody from Arlington. The final day of the longest week of the year. We are uh, we're going to wrap it up here uh, today. And uh, then we're going to go back and uh, then we're going to do, do it again next week, I guess. Are we off Monday, Teach? I didn't even think about that until just now. Uh, uh, we are off Monday, yeah. Sleep in on Monday. Could I trade today for Monday? <laughs> Look, I was actually about to say that a second ago when you were bringing that up. I was like, well, it'd be nice if today was Monday, actually. So Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it'll, it'll be fine. You know what? Just let me get going here, okay? Like, this is like uh, when your car... 
in the winter time hasn't run in a few days you know and you're like yeah i just gotta go start it up let me yep. let it run for a second It'll i was okay. uh i was driving to work this morning mm. and uh i was at a red light and a highland milkman turned in his truck in front of me and i said this would be a good morning to be a milkman and then uh, I drove a little further down the road, and believe it or not, another Highland milkman next to me, and I said, this would be a good morning to be a milkman. And then I put my brain in knots when I got to work, and it kind of uh, got the juices flowing, and I'm all right right now. I think it's all adrenaline right now, but I was looking at yeah. my scenarios for programming this weekend between oh OU baseball, OU softball, and Cardinals, and then having Monday off as well for the programming for that. And I don't yep. know if I'll have us on the air this weekend or not. I'm just warning you guys. If somebody hears us off the air, here's the wrong thing playing. It's TJ's fault. It's my fault. And I have about 47 scenarios drawn out here on a piece of paper of what could happen this weekend now. It would have made it so much simpler that we got a third out last night. Oh, but yeah. One more out? One, one more, more out. out. One more out. <laughs> We laugh so we don't cry. We laugh uh, so we don't cry. You would have laughed if you saw me last night listening to the end of that game. Uh, I, <laughs> I know I was just a ridiculous sight in the dark, but... <laughs> what were you doing? So, the majority Did of the game, I both listened and watched. I listened to you and watched. Appreciate that. You were about... One full pitch ahead the entire game, and it helped with my anxiety, <laughs> except when I knew something bad was coming. About the seventh inning, eighth inning, I don't think Braxton was in yet when Katie said, I've got to get up at 532. Do you mind if I turn the TV off? And I said, no, go ahead. Do you mind if I keep Toby on it? She goes, that's not going to bother me. And I said, all right. Oh, how sweet. So I'm laying in the dark with my CPAP mask on. On my stomach, with my arm propping up underneath my pillow, with you nestled underneath my no. ear <laughs> with a low volume on. <laughs> oh. It wasn't the seventh because I think in the bottom of the seventh, I may have fallen asleep for about 30 seconds or so. You know when you slip off when one of those, yeah. you wake immediately up? I think I did during the commercial break, bottom of the seventh going to the eighth. Um, or I guess I would have been going to the bottom of the eighth. And I wake up, or I, I'm like, oh, I think I slipped off to sleep. I was like, I got to be careful. I can't let my phone run all night and lay underneath it and all that. Right. And yeah. you said, Braxton Douthat is coming in. And I said, did I sleep until Saturday? What? <laughs> How long have I been asleep? <laughs> like, I, that, I did. Like, my head shot up, and I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, it's dark. Like, like, it had me so confused. <laughs> and so that's how I finished out the game. I was laying in the dark listening to you and that. Uh, they got out of the eighth. I'm like, ah, yeah. I'm trying not He's to wait, genius. Katie. Uh, <laughs> Skip's a genius. And then the ninth, a guy gets on and I'm like, take him out, Skip. Take him out. <laughs> like, ah, oh, hey, we'll get into all of it. But, yeah, I was a pathetic sight laying with my CPAP mask on in the dark with like laying my ears close to the phone with the volume as low as it could be so I wouldn't disturb Katie because I knew she had to get up super early too. Katie, oh. quit putting your job ahead of OU. <laughs> yeah, between the two of you, your family and your job, it's like hey. they're the most important things in the world. Uh, 
you can even get Katie. Katie puts in more hours than you even in the tournament week, so yeah. I, I, I give her a pass. So, right. um, I But I did. Her. When I came to for that, it was 30, 40 seconds, and you said that, and I'm like, I'm kind of looking around like, what? what? Braxton Dowsett, what is going on? And then I kind of came through, and you kind of started explaining, like, we weren't expecting this. And I'm like, all right, this is tonight's game. I was so confused. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Pathetic. Oh, pathetic sight. So I've been uh, going back every night here in Arlington and uh, watching a couple episodes of Smartless before I go to bed. Uh, my favorite podcast with uh, J- Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and uh, uh, what's the third one's name? Sean Hayes. Uh, they have made a documentary on uh, HBO about this uh, recent tour that they went on. They they went out and did some live shows out there. They're each like 45-minute episodes or something like that of different tour stops, maybe an hour. And so I've been watching that at night when I, when I go to sleep. A couple episodes, fall asleep. Well, there's only six episodes, so. I get back to the hotel last night. I'm just, you know, I mean, I knew this would happen. Win or lose, you're wired. You know, your right. synapses are firing, and it's 1 a.m. And I get back in the hotel room, and I was like, man, no way I'm going to sleep. Like, I'm just going to sit here and think of every pitch and whether they're in or not. And, my, I mean, my my wife and daughter are driving to Albuquerque today, and there's, you know, I'm, uh, no way. So I... I watched two episodes of Smartless last night. I watched the last two episodes. Jeez, man. And I would finally in the second episode there's about, you know, ten, fifteen minutes left and I was like, Okay, I'm feeling it. You know how you could feel that wave coming over you where you're like, Okay, I can I can feel but then I had ten minutes to go and I was like, I can't stop now. So I finished the last ten minutes and then fell asleep. But it was I don't even know what time. Maybe two forty five, something like that. So that alarm went off this morning. You know how you're so tired you can't figure out what the alarm is for a second? Yes. I just I was looking at it. It was making the sound and I was looking at my phone and I couldn't process what was going on. I was like, "Why is what is that sound? What I I couldn't figure it out it was coming from my phone." <laughs> I was like, "There's a fire alarm? Like what's going?" And then I was like, "Oh. I think that's my alarm. I think I got to get up." And I was like, "What? What?" Yeah, I couldn't even – it took a good minute or two for my brain to catch up. So, anyway, here I am. Here I am. Good morning, everyone. Short night, bad news. Maybe some of you are just now finding out, oh, you lost last night. Three-run bottom of the ninth for Tech. And uh, the Sooners are back at it tonight. Bedlam round six in an elimination game tonight coming up here at Globe Life Field. So, we – we're going to talk about every side of that and, uh, hey, the softball super superstar today. You don't ever have to worry about losing those. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll be fine there. Um, that's today at 1 o'clock against Clemson. Uh, we'll talk about that today. We'll hear from Plank with a preview of the Super Regionals coming up today. And, and Ryan Hibble and the OU men's golf team begin – the NCAA championships a little bit later this morning. They tee off at uh, around 8.30 Central Time today. Out in the desert, uh, Phoenix, 
two hours behind us, Teach? Yes. Sticking off at 6.30? I mean, I guess I'm the one that said it, aren't I? Uh, I want to double-check that. They got 30 teams to play, so maybe that's right. But it's the sun. Well, let's see. It's 6.15 here, and you can kind of see. Yeah, sun's already starting to come up here, so yeah. 6.30 seems early, though, doesn't it? To tee off. Uh, I'm checking. Hang on a second, Check. TJ. Uh, uh, yeah, they're two hours ahead. That's correct. Unless something's changed. Uh, behind, I believe. I mean, behind. Yeah, for, no, behind. I'm not Sorry. even sure about anything this morning, so maybe that's wrong, too. Okay, yeah, 6.32 this morning. OU is the first grouping. No, no, no. no. There's a grouping that tees off at 6.10. Holy cow, that's like five minutes ago, Teach. No way you can see a golf ball five minutes ago. They play with those neon glowing ones for the first uh, hour of the tournament. That makes sense. So OU playing with Georgia Tech and Auburn tees off at 632 this morning. First day of the NCAA Golf Championship. So we got a lot going on. we got baseball tonight, softball today, uh, golf this morning. You heard off the top there, Boston keeps the – Eastern Conference Finals alive, 110-97 over the Heat last night, three games to two Miami. Pressure's kind of on them now as the scene shifts back to Miami for game six on Saturday. And there's a bunch of other stuff we're going to get into. I'm sure the uh, text message line will be a joy this morning, 405-651-3439, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, other than uh, that, TJ, uh, everything okay with you? Everything go okay yesterday, Thursday? Um, they played Bronx play again. No, or did we eat no. anything strange or anything? No, spaghetti for dinner. Went on an after-dinner walk. Baked spaghetti or just, just like regular Regular spaghetti. spaghetti, yeah. Went on an after-dinner walk because I had some things that kept me from my early, uh, my afternoon walk. So I listened to pregame on my walk, got back yeah, for first you. pitch. You're such a loyal listener, man. I appreciate that. You know what it reminds me of is uh, when I was a kid, uh, junior high, high school, I loved it when the Reds were on the West Coast because uh, I would – and I think probably my parents were smarter than I thought they were at the time. <laughs> they probably figured out, uh, you know what, uh, Toby likes to go to bed early uh, some nights. What's that about? So I'd go to bed like 9 o'clock. I'd go, yeah, man, I'm tired tonight. I think I'm going to hit the hay. You know, I'm in – high school and i'm going to bed at nine <laughs> instead of my normal ten thirty. right and i'd go to bed and i would uh uh I, I had a room downstairs i was the only one that had a room downstairs and uh but i would keep the the radio at a really low level sometimes under my pillow so that uh mom and dad would know i was listening to the reds until midnight as they would play the dodgers or the padres or the giants or somebody out west so yeah little little toby Rowland. Uh, looked like old CPAP TJ last night yeah. right, with the phone underneath yeah. the light of phone instead of a radio. So, yeah. Oh goodness. But yeah, nothing exciting to report. Just some spaghetti and baseball. It has crossed my mind at times. How come I? Why don't I just lie? Why don't for the TJs at home who are trying to go to sleep? Why don't I just not tell them the truth about the carnage that has just taken place here? <laughs> And say that's perfect description for the bottom of the ninth. <laughs> That'll do it. 
On to the uh, semifinals for uh, the Sooners. It's a pop-up to second. That's all you need to know here. Don't look. That's it. Go to bed, everyone. I should just do that once and see what happens. Man, if you only had a button in your booth that you could rewind and uh, start some things over like they do in the movie, like uh, mm-hmm. either Back to the Future and or uh, what was the Adam Sandler movie that wasn't very good, but he had the remote and he could rewind. Uh, his life. Adam Sandler movie? Uh, yeah. He had a remote, and he would rewind his life. Like, he'd get in a fight with his wife, and then he'd pause it with a VCR remote and then rewind it and then know that the fight's coming, so he would avoid it or, or mute it. So mm. if you could do that on uh, that last pitch mm. so that he does not hit it and walk it off. So, right. yeah. Oh, so many things. Oh, so many. So many things to talk about. It really was a fascinating baseball game. It was game a great night. game. It just didn't go the way that great this game. side wanted it to. I don't know if I can bring myself to talk about it, though. It's too painful. We'll see. Maybe. We shall see. All right, we're underway. I'm going to take a quick nap. We'll be back right after this. Friday morning, live in Arlington. T-Row in the morning show. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. Hey, yo, Street, the Country Boys is back. It's 6 o'clock. It's time to have a good day. I got up this morning, and I said I'm going to do something for the United Streets of America. So I got Nappy Roots in here. I got Big Al 360 in here. This is Greg Street Certified. And today, yeah, you're going to see another street boy playing piano. I like it. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I like it. I like the positivity. But if you happen to fall at work and get hurt, Get all hurt in an auto accident. I hope none of that happens for any of you. Looks but McIntyre Law is there for you. Just don't do it. You know okay. who I saw yesterday? Noble, Noble McIntyre on the side of a bus. Oh. Hey, listen. Everybody stay positive out there. Thanks, he was Bob. turning in front of McDonald's. Uh, Noble was in his city bus. Noble McIntyre, McIntyre Law. Person, uh, I don't know why Bob makes me laugh so much. $250 million won for their clients. 405-917-5200 or McIntyreLaw.com. He's a world champion. Is that what they declare in the XFL world? I don't know. It's the will. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. It's yeah. probably like a galaxy champion or something like that. That's there, true. You know? That's true. Over the top, something. But he's the champ of it, whatever it is. Uh, thank you. My brain's not working. You guys can help both uh, me and Toby out this morning. Your brains aren't working either. Um, but thank you to the 50 of you oh. on the Knippelmeyer text line that remember the name of the Adam Sandler movie is Click. I couldn't, uh, couldn't think I of that simple Click. title. Is it worth watching? Should I watch it? It's an Adam Sandler movie, but it's one of those that's yeah. not as good as like Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, that run that he had there. I but. like these uh, murder mysteries he and Jennifer Aniston have done. You know, I've uh, never watched uh, either one of those. Though. They're uh, they're lighthearted romps. Yeah. yeah. Um, Burley Boomer starts us off today, and all it says, I, when I first saw this, I was like, off, what's he talking about? And then I realized he wanted me to say it as oof. He put oof. a lot of oohs, uh, a lot of oohs there, a lot of oohs there. Oof. Oof. Ugh. Yeah. That's kind of how it was. Um, that gum. There's, it's funny how certain fan bases in certain sports bother you more than, like, other sports. Mm-hmm. And, like, baseball. Like, I was really irritated last night. I wasn't even watching those last two innings. I was just listening to you, laying in bed, listening to the end of that game play out. 
And just hearing the fans on the crowd mic irritated me. And I'm like, stupid Texas Tech baseball fans. So, they're a special breed. Lubbock. Right. In general. Mm -hmm. Texas Tech fans, we've talked about this many times. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's in the water. I don't know if they raise them that way in the education system out there. Uh, I've talked to some broadcasters out there about this, and they say that you just kind of grow up with a chip on your shoulder in Lubbock because you're out in the middle of nowhere, and you're constantly seeking respect. Like you're, you know, Dallas and Houston and San Antonio and all don't think much of you out there. Nobody in the Big 12 thinks much of you because you're way out there. And they just kind of grow up out in the middle of nowhere with this us-against-the-world mentality. And it spills over into their sports teams. That's what they have speculated. But the most special Texas Tech fans are the baseball fans. Home or away or even at a neutral site, when they walk into a stadium – they are there to curse at you and fight you, and that's why they're there that night. You know, even Bedlam tonight, like Sooner fans and Cowboy fans don't get along. But if I pass a Cowboy fan in the hallway or on the concourse or whatever the case may be, for the most part, they'll be friendly, you know? There's an occasional middle finger or whatever, but for the most part, they'll be friendly. Uh, Texas Tech fans, like, they just can't wait to curse at you. They just <laughs> – they don't know who I am. They don't know right. – but they see somebody in an OU in Lubbock or on the concourse or in the team hotel or uh, anywhere, and it just comes spilling out of them. Like, they can't help it. They want to fight you. They want to curse at you. And I think the baseball team kind of plays that way too a little bit. But, I mean, that last night the from the – First inning, they were all over the umpire. And sometimes it was like a foot outside. It wasn't even close. And they're cursing at him and yelling. And, you know, was, they're just a special breed. I mean, they just – There was a – Everybody – and everybody knows it. Like, all of the other Big 12 announcers and fans are all like, <laughs> oh, my God, Texas Tech. Right. right. <laughs> like, they're the ones that aren't in on the joke. Like, everybody else talks about them behind their back. They're like, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Texas Tech is here. <laughs> there was a, a called strike three last night. Were you Did you have the game on in the booth as well? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's behind me, but yes. <laughs> a called strike three, which was uh, probably a little outside. It wasn't much, but it was framed yeah. well. Carson Pierce. Yeah, and they, yeah. they go to those two guys sitting in the stands, like watching it back on their phone, and they're both like, oh, yeah, and they start yelling at the umpire. It's <laughs> exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But the one guy's like leaning two seats over to see the one guy's phone. Was it outside like we thought? It was outside. Hey, you Bleep you! Bleep you! Bleep you and all your relatives! Bleep you with the ship that you rolled in on! I would love to go to, like, a church in Lubbock and just see what it's like. Like, do the pastors curse at you in Lubbock, you know? I mean, it's, it's just, it's amazing. Even Hacks in your pregame interview probably would, he's a professional, so he doesn't drop them, but just the tone that he was... Yeah, we're in. I mean, oh, yeah, but you know, in. it's nice. You need to go get this one and make it, you know, absolutely sure. But 
I don't know how you look at this team with their wind toll and everything they got and bleeping. <laughs> they're, they're bleeping in. I tell you what. I mean, they are. He's a perfect Bleep that fit. committee. He doesn't, he doesn't curse. <laughs> no, that's he, what I said. The he's way a professional. He call, the way he calls a game is a perfect fit for Lubbock. <laughs> Um, I can read this text and then probably we can hit on it on the other side if you want to, because I know it's going to be one of the big topics of the day and one of the big gripes probably on the text line, but it says, I'll never blame a loss on one player, but after the last week or so, it may be time to sit Jay Nick and give him a reset. That has been, or that was tough to watch. So, um, I, I think this is a topic we're talking about yeah. and I, but yeah. I wouldn't sit him. Uh, because he's hitting the ball as well as he has all year. Yeah, you need the bat in there. So I think, I think what's worth discussing is DHing him. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, because he's obviously in his own head right now. Uh, the drop up that he popped on in game one was a tough one. I mean, it's daytime. You got the rafters up there. It's going in and out of the rafters, and that's a last night's was was a routine. You know, little league. Pop it's one. Up. It's one of. The, I was about to say that. It's one in little league. Like a lot of times, if it's a fly ball to the outfield, you're not quite sure with an outfielder in little league. That one's one of those. Even the second, short, whoever it's to, it's just routine. Even for that age, and and they make the play. So routine. Yeah. And he he had already had a throwing error that inning, and it's he's he's in his head. And uh, uh, I don't know. I, I they've got a decision to make. Uh, I, he's obviously a great part of this program, and again, you need his bat in the lineup. And if you if you bench him, do you destroy his confidence? Do you know? I you can't worry about worry about hurting feelings at this point. You need to win games. You haven't played anybody else at second. Not that they're like you. There are options. I'm not saying there aren't options, but he's the only one that's played there this year. He's played every game. Um, but it's, it's a worthy discussion, you know, for, for as important as these games are, whether it hurts feelings or not, I think it's a discussion you got to have. If it was the middle of the season and he's just in a tough stretch, I'd say, heck no, you got to leave him out there and let him fight through it. Mm -hmm. But I mean, (laughs) that opened up four runs last night. Who knows? Maybe they lose. Maybe Tech doesn't stop hitting and the butterfly effect, and you can't say that that cost him the game, but maybe it cost him the game. I mean, it was well, it was a bad, bad situation. It also kept Braden Carmichael from being out there for another inning or more the rest because he ended say, up yeah. throwing another 25, 30 pitches that inning. Yeah, and it's a situation where when you look at it, how, where you were sitting in the sixth inning, maybe you've got even that much more momentum and maybe you're going into the seventh with a chance to run rule that thing. You get another run or two because you would have been sitting at you know, 9, 10, 11 to 1 at that point. So I My heart know. breaks for him. Uh, you know, I just – he doesn't – It's he doesn't want to be doing this and he never has played like this. He's been an outstanding second baseman in his two years at OU. And for whatever reason, in the last two weekends, he's, the, the the wires are crossed. And we see this from time to time in baseball. You know, it's rare, but we see the catcher who suddenly can't throw to second or the second baseman who suddenly can't throw to first or 
whatever. Uh, we see it in football where guys inexplicably – Marvin Mims had a game last year where he dropped like four passes, and we were like, what in the heck's going on with Marvin Mims, you know? A running back suddenly starts fumbling every, you know, yeah, few carries or whatever it may be. It gets in their head. So. And he's got – yeah, he's got something psychological that's, that's wearing on him right now. The, the odd thing is it's not affecting him at the plate at all because he's mashing the baseball, which is good. But I don't know. It's worth discussing. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. I got to tell you a quick story. Toby and TJ back with you Friday morning. I'm in Arlington. So, you know, the booth situation this week. I've been being a big baby about it, complaining about it, mad at your mark, all that kind of stuff. Uh, last year, everybody got their own booth here because they got 10 booths. This year, radio I'm talking about. This year, um, the Big 12 is, for whatever reason, taken over three or four of the booths, and so some of the radio crews have had to share. And so the first – there are five booths available to radio. Two teams had their own when the when the week started, and the other six would share. Uh, the other – yeah, six would share, two each. And we were with Kansas State. Then uh, gradually, as the as a couple of teams started getting eliminated – they would free up other booths. Well, last night I get to the ballpark, or yesterday afternoon I get to the ballpark, and we're still sharing a booth with Kansas State. We we have not been freed up. But yesterday, as I told you about, or two days ago, I, it was not a big deal. We played the, the the third game. They played the first game. By the time I got there, they were out of there, and it proved to be nothing at all. I was complaining about nothing. So yesterday, I do the show, I go for, uh, I eat breakfast with the team, and then I went for a walk. And you know that these walking trails all around here by Jerry World and Globe Life Field and everything, TJ, you've mm-hmm. seen them when you've parked for a Cowboys game or a yeah. Rangers game yeah. or whatever. I've never walked, well, I may have walked on them getting to the stadium or whatever, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Well, I go, I, uh, after breakfast, I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. I, I'm going to take a nap, but I'm going to go for a walk first, get a little exercise in, had some time. We didn't play till late. So I get out on these trails and take off. I, I just randomly went left. You could go left or right from out in front of uh, the hotel here. And I go left, and I start walking, and, and it crosses the street, and it goes through these woods, and then there's an open field, and then there's more woods, and then there's another street it goes across, and I mean, I've been going for a half hour now, and I'm a long ways from the stadium. I can see the stadium in the distance. I'm like, I keep thinking this thing's going to loop around like it's one big loop, you know? And I'm like, is this thing ever going to turn? So I'm like pulling it up on my uh, on my app that you use to drive a car, trying to find out where I am and <laughs> where the path loops around. And I can't tell, and so I start go- – as I'm walking, I'm Googling uh, walking paths in Arlington and trying to find this one that I'm on and, you know, seeing if there's 
finally, I'm so far away that I'm like, I'm just going to have to turn around. Like, I can't. I'm out at a railroad track somewhere. I'm like, a, I don't know how far I am from the hotel. But I, I can't just trust that this thing's going to turn around. I might end up in Duncanville or something. I don't know. So I just. <laughs> Were you on a tra- Travis Davidson walk? Duncanville. I don't know where Duncanville Jeez. is. I, know, I just know it's a town in Texas. So I think it's in the DFW area, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. No, yes, it is. But so, you're, on a, you're on a journey if you end up in Duncanville. Well, remind me about Travis in a second. So. Okay. I turn around and I just retrace my steps and I come back to the hotel and and I got a nice walk. It was it was a very nice walk. I get back, I took a quick nap. Everything's going great. I get up, I shower myself, I go over to the stadium. It is late in game 2. Okay? OSU West Virginia good game. It finishes 3-2 Cowboys. I haul my radio equipment up to the booth. I uh I see there that I'm still sharing with Kansas State and I walk in. And I walk in, and uh, Brian Smoller is still sitting in there. He's working on his laptop. He's the Kansas State play-by-play guy who said that Skip Johnson smashed the camera in the uh, bullpen this year. Remember him? We get along fine, but Skip and him don't get along great at this point. <laughs> so I was like, oh, hey. And he goes, uh, I'm just finishing up some things. I'm like, no worries. I just drop off my uh, equipment, and I'll go find somewhere else to hang out for a while. So I go find somewhere else to hang out for a while, and I start working, and and game three starts, and it's halfway through game three, and I was like, well, surely he's done by now. I'll go see if I can start setting up, and I go back into my booth, and Smoller's still in there. And so I quietly exit. He doesn't say anything to me. I was like, hmm, boy, he's hanging out for a long time. They're really excited about, you know, shutting out Texas yesterday. So I go back, and I go back to my hangout place, and I keep working. Well, game three ends. It's now... I mean, no, no, no. Game three is, um, well, it, I, it's about it's getting latter innings now. I mean, it's time for me to get serious about setting up. So I go back in, and the other guy, the color broadcaster's in there now. Still Kansas State game three, and so I just I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just kind of make him uncomfortable here. I'm gonna go sit in the other side of the booth with him, not to be uncomfortable, but maybe he'll get the clue. Oh. Toby probably needs to start setting up now. Nice guy, Matt Walters, very nice guy. And he goes, uh, yeah, just let me know when you need me to leave. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm trying to be nice about it. Uh, I'll just sit here and do a little work, and I'll start setting up. Setting. So, I don't know, we're in, or in another inning goes by, and another person walks in the booth. I don't recognize this guy. He's big. He looks like maybe he used to play baseball. Uh, I assume he's with Matt. And he goes, can I sit here? And I was like, all right. So he sits between me and Matt in the booth. And I'm assuming he's with Matt and that he's a K-State guy. I just don't recognize him. So I continue doing some work, and now I'm getting antsy. And Matt gets up and says, all right, man, I'll see you tomorrow. And he leaves. The K-State guy leaves. And the other dude's still in there. And I was like, all right. What's going on here? This guy pulls out a pad and a scorebook, and he starts watching the game and keeping score. I'm like, what's this guy doing? What? What? Who's this guy? Am I, is he? Is he a writer? Does he, is he in the wrong place? Does he think this is the writer area? Who's? Who's this guy that's coming into my booth and he's popped open a laptop and a scorebook and he's watching the game and he's keeping <laughs> notes? And he's not with K State because Matt just left. Matt didn't even acknowledge this guy. So I said. Hey, man, 
I don't mean to be rude, but in a second, I'm going to have to start setting up my radio crew. I'm, I'm with OU. i got to do the broadcast here in a bit. He goes, oh, yeah, sure, sure, no problem. So another half inning goes by, and I said, man, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to start setting up. And he goes, all right, no problem. Uh, just wanted to meet you. And I was like, okay. He goes, yeah, I'm with, uh, I'm with the franchise. I'm with the affiliate here. And they sent me to uh, yeah, cover the tournament. And could I take a picture? Could I take a picture real fast? My wife went to Southern Nazarene with you, and uh, I just wanted to come down here and uh, and meet you and take a picture and everything. I was like, all right. So now this thing is turned, TJ. I've gone from being annoyed to him to, <laughs> how about this? It's a fan. He's uh, crashed my booth. So I take a picture, and he's on his way. And I set up, and, I, and, the, and uh, it, it was fine. I just – my OCD took over, and I got it set up and fine, and it was no problem. But – a half hour later or so, I see that the picture's been posted on Twitter. And it's Crash Davis. I don't remember what his real name was, but he's been on Twitter for a long time. He's like yeah. a loyal fan who often is very critical on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've gotten in fights with him, I think. or dis- Probably. Or heated discussion, I should say. He's 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 a pretty hard critic from time to time when something doesn't go right with OU or not afraid to rip me from time to time, I think. But uh, he posts this picture in the booth. And I was like, well, how about that? Dadgummit, that was Crash Davis that was in here with me. <laughs> he came in and camped out and decided I'm going to sit here for a few innings until I get kicked out. And sure enough, I had to, I didn't kick him out, but I was like, man, listen, I got to. Well, if he wanted to meet you, why didn't he say anything before that? I don't know. It was kind of weird. He was like, I'm going to come hang out until he makes me leave, and then I'm going to tell him who I am. <laughs> just going to sit here and text people. Yeah, I'm sitting next to him right now. <laughs> so, anyway, I uh, I finally got all the K-State guys and Crash Davis out of my booth last night so I could uh, call a baseball game. I did see when I, le- when I left last night, they have changed the placards, and our booth now only has Oklahoma on it. Yes. So I think I've got my own booth today, but uh, – we shall see. I have very much been a spoiled brat about the whole situation all week. I got another thing to tell you about uh, about kind of how they've treated Oklahoma this week when we come back at some point. We're live in Arlington. We got Bedlam again tonight here. Back after this. Yes, I did. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. Your personal injury attorneys, McIntyre Law, they bring you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. No fees until they win for you, and they've won over $250 million for their clients. Find yourself in that type of situation, need some advice, need some counseling, 405-917-5200, McIntyreLaw.com. Air, or no, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet uh, text line. <laughs> Man, I haven't done that in a while. Dadgummit. Uh, I caught myself. I was up late. I was up. I was up. I was up late. 
Uh, TJ, be happy the Bananas don't have to play this team, and it's a screenshot. I don't know if you saw this the other day of the Little League team that has the sons of Pedro Martinez, Manny Ramirez, David Ortiz, Gary Sheffield, and Keith Folk on it. All on one team? They're all five on one team. And it's, uh, this texture is like, be glad they don't have to play this team. Uh, I saw that picture, and they all look like grown men already, and I think they're like teenagers. Like, uh, like is 13, Big Poppy's 14. kid huge? Um, you can tell who some of the kids are. I can't tell which one's Big Poppy. So, no, but they're all big kids. Like, they're all they're all leaning on – they're in a dugout in a picture together, kind of leaning over the rail. They're all future major leaguers. You can tell just by looking at them at – 13, 14, 15, whatever they are here. I think they're older than that. One of them's got a full beard, so maybe they're high school age. But I did see that the other day. So And, I, and yes, no, I'm glad my kid's not playing that team. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Run rule would be in effect real quick. Uh, so I take full responsibility. baseball, Ross. I take full responsibility for bringing up yesterday the recent spat of J. Nick errors. Face palm emoji. My friends call me uh, Rostradamus. My bad. Uh, not your fault. None uh, of that. None of that uh, superstition stuff has anything to do with anything. So give yourself a break, baseball, Ross. Uh, Brian in Tulsa says, shoot, I'd curse too if my catcher couldn't catch a fastball. How about that first inning or so, first two innings? I don't know what was going on. Like uh, Bronx thinks uh, at this point he's a leak catcher. Like uh, he goes into fancy poses when he's back there, stretches one leg out all all the way. He does all kinds of things back there. and he's sitting there watching, and he goes, what's wrong with this guy? Like, who's, who has this guy as a catcher? Like, he's just going off on him. just how, And I'm like, I really don't know what's going on. Like, it was just hitting off the glove wrong on a lot of them. So it wasn't so, like they were, like, in the dirt, and he was having to, uh, like. Pass balls. Yeah, yeah. He had a terrible night behind the plate, and he couldn't throw out anybody. Like, the Sooners were running on him anytime they wanted to. But he had two doubles and a two-run homer. So <laughs> Right, he made up for it at the plate, that's for sure. It's, it's a little more dramatic than the Nicholas situation, but both of those guys similarly had terrible defensive nights and very good nights at the plate. Now, Jay Dink didn't hit a homer, but he's having a good, a good tournament. But, yeah, Maxie was not good back there, but, man, he was raking last night for sure. All right, break time, one hour in the books. We'll continue this conversation. We're going to hear from uh, Plank. He's got a preview for us of the Super Regional opener today back in Norman. How's the weather looking? Are we okay today? Looks like it, yeah. It's looking really nice out there right now. Uh, And we'll take more of your text messages coming up on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show.